0: This is the 10,000 Depositions Later podcast, episode 109. I'm Jim Garrity. Today's topic, upping your background and lighting game in videotaped depositions of your clients. Hey everybody, I hope you're having a great week. Today we're going to talk about raising the quality of the lighting and backgrounds in videotaped depositions of your clients. It's very easy to do, doesn't cost a fortune, and the results will be studio quality straight out of Hollywood. We'll tell you the gear we use and where to buy it, and we'll send you at your request photographs showing you the results. And by the way, as I've said before, we don't accept advertising on this podcast, and we don't allow paid placements of products, nor do we have any contact with the companies whose products we mention. So when we tell you the equipment and accessories we use, It's solely because we bought it on our own and have used it with great success. All right, let's get started. More than ever, people are getting their information in visual form. Television, yes. Movie theaters, yes. But also short form videos on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, and all the streaming services. And the quality of the video and lighting, even by individual creators in their homes, is often spectacular. And it's because those creators have invested time and money in visually appealing backgrounds and lighting. Not a ton of money, but they were clearly conscious of the impact that backgrounds and lighting have on what they're producing. The result? They attract hundreds of thousands or millions of followers. And not just because of the content, but because the videos look very polished. And then there are videotaped depositions. For the most part, they look the same today as they did 30 years ago. There's been no improvement. When it comes to videotaped depositions, there are generally just three elements, the deponent, the background, and the lighting. And while we all invest considerable time and effort in preparing deponents, the other two elements, lighting and background, are often left to fate, right? And over and again, fate lets us down. The visual impact that our typical videotaped deponents will have on a jury usually depends on unplanned, unintended, and or unexpected factors. We arrive at the deposition, and whatever lighting there is or isn't, and whatever folding cardboard it, they bring with them, that's what we get. Even in our own offices, it's unlikely that the lighting or the background behind our clients are designed for high-impact talking head videos. So we need to make sure when our clients are sitting for a videotaped deposition that we do at least what the best creators on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook do. We need to actively manage both the background and lighting in the rooms where our clients or witnesses will give their videotaped depositions for maximum impact. Now, I was reminded of the often less than ideal background in lighting in videotaped depositions when I attended a 30B6 corporate rep deposition last week. The designated witness for the company was its longtime chairman of the board. The deposition took place in the conference room of a national court reporting service, but some of the lights in the conference room ceiling were out, the room wasn't dark, But the remaining lights cast a somewhat unpleasant shadow on the board chairman. Add to that the fact that the videographer had brought a dull gray collapsible folding background. And the overall effect of the environment was to cast this very important witness in a surprisingly harsh and unflattering way. Now, very clearly, no one intended that that be the result or the appearance. It just wasn't managed by anyone. I wasn't the lawyer conducting the deposition, and it wasn't my client, so it really wasn't my place to offer ideas for set design. But I was a little surprised that the deponents' counsel didn't say something, or at least insist on moving to another room. But historically, lawyers don't. We leave these sorts of things to others. So we need to expand our skill set in the deposition arena to include these other two elements with respect to testimonial evidence that's going to be presented by video, background and lighting. That's the practice insight for today. With respect to backgrounds, there is no law or rule that dictates a specific background or that says you must use whatever wall your witness is sitting up against or that you must use whatever collapsible background the videographer happened to bring. You can and you really should Provide your own. It's your client or your deponent. Backgrounds are sometimes provided by videographers that have them. But that's actually not part of their official role under the rules. They do that as either courtesy or as an add-on charge. Neither the rules nor the committee notes to any rule assign any responsibility to stenographers or videographers for backgrounds. So it's left to the lawyers. Now footnote. Sometimes in either contentious litigation or maybe class actions, courts will enter a uniform order about the procedures for depositions. And they may sometimes, in those orders, specify details right down to the background and lighting. In a 2020 ruling in a class action case, and we've got that in the show notes, the court entered an order saying that, quote, to the extent practical, the deposition will be conducted in a neutral setting against a solid background with only such lighting as is required for accurate video recording," end quote. So there the court has intervened in a way to dictate the terms of the background and lighting, but it is minimalist to say the least. The language that says with only such lighting as is required for accurate video recording could result in very poor lighting and certainly an unflattering background. Now. Even if you don't represent the deponents, but you are conducting the depositions, you're still not required to use backgrounds provided by others. The deponent may not be your client or your witness, but it is your deposition. So if you chose to enhance the background and lighting of non-party deponents, you have the right to do that. Now, can a lawyer object to a particular background? Yes, of course. Uh, We can object to just about anything that goes on In the deposition room, uh, Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 30C-2 is the provision that says generically that lawyers can and must object on the record to anything going on in the deposition room, but it's unlikely unless you're using a really odd background. And the rule specifically says that the deposition will proceed subject to that objection anyway. All right, so backgrounds. You can buy collapsible backdrops online on sites like Amazon or bhphoto.com for somewhere between $50 and $150 each. Because they collapse or fold, you can always easily store them in your office for depositions there or put them in your car if you're traveling to another location. But that's where we buy most of our video equipment, including our backgrounds from Amazon or bhphoto.com. And if you represent clients or witnesses who typically only appear at trial by videotaped depositions such as experts, physicians, senior executives, it's really worth investing in a range of backdrops so that you can choose colors and hues that are especially flattering and may be tailored to a particular deponent's features. These backdrops come in every conceivable hue, in solid colors, in textured images, and so on and of course once you've picked an appropriate background color you can then work with your client or deponent to choose an outfit that looks absolutely stunning against one of the backgrounds just as you would discuss apparel with a client or deponent who will be appearing live at trial figure a range of backgrounds maybe five to seven might set you back somewhere in the range of 500 to 700 dollars now i know that's a real investment but it's really going to amplify the power and impact of your deponent's testimony. And compare that to what I saw this week with a board chairman sitting in a poorly lit room that nobody chose with a dull gray backdrop. The videotape, if played at trial, is really going to take a lot of the force of his testimony away. It was very unfortunate. Okay, so that's backgrounds. Lighting, let's talk about that for a minute. Again, most depositions take place in court reporter offices or in law firms. And neither of those locations are built or lit for filmmaking or videography. The ceiling height in most commercial office environments and the placement of lights in those ceilings both contribute to an unappealing look. And that's before the videographer shows up, assuming that the videographer brings their own lighting. Some do. Those that do, however, usually have either the black or silver metal bowl-shaped lights or what are often called soft boxes, those large rectangular black fabric enclosures with a white fabric covering the light. But both of those lighting systems are awkward to move around. They can take up a lot of space and they can make the room uncomfortably warm. They're not really ideally suited for hours of nonstop close-up videography. But there are other options and I would encourage you to explore them and consider acquiring not only your own backgrounds, but your own portable lighting for use in your own conference room or in the offices of court reporters and opposing counsel. For our video depositions, we used what are called key lights, K-E-Y lights from a company called Elgato, E-L-G-A-T-O. The key light is a flat Professional quality LED panel, zero heat, glare-free, and color adjustable, which is fantastic, from a color similar to arctic white to a kind of sunset amber that really softens skin tones. Because these key lights throw off no heat and no glare, they get around the problems of those bowl-shaped lights and soft boxes that some videographers will bring with you. Now, our key lights ran us about $200 each, although we've seen them on sale occasionally for around $150 each. Again, not pocket change, but definitely a high-impact investment. If you'd like to see what our key lights look like in action, including how well and how evenly they illuminate a deponent's face, shoot us an email at depositionpodcast at jimgaritylaw.com, and just put something in the subject line, like, send me the episode 109 photos. We took some shots for you in a typical conference room, and we reduced the file size of the photos, so hopefully emailing them to you won't be a problem, but we took some sample shots for you in what we think was a typical conference room, so you can see how the key lights improve the deponent's appearance. Now, that conference room where these shots were taken actually has some decent lighting, probably better, than the typical court reporter's office. But even with ordinary lighting, you'll see how the key lights, the aftershot, provide such even lighting in the deponent's face and offer up what is really a broadcast quality look. We also took some shots showing you the placement of the lights on the conference room table. They have brackets uh, that grab onto the side of the table and allow you to tighten them for a nice solid fit without doing any damage to the table. For a typical video deposition, we'll use three key lights, one on each side of the table facing the deponent, and a taller key light a bit further back to light the background. The lights also come with an app for your phone uh, that allows you to adjust the brightness and color range to perfectly suit the environment and the deponent. Sometimes a softer tone works, with the deponent sometimes something a little brighter. But the ability to adjust both the hue and the intensity of the lights is generally something you can't do with the kind of lighting that the videographers bring. Finally, one more thing we really like about the key lights is that the telescoping rods collapse to about 18 inches which makes them great to travel with and you can remove the LED light panels themselves so the whole package really takes up very little room when you're on the road. Okay, that's the tip for today. You know that we've advocated in this podcast, in the books, and in other forums for the active management of every aspect of a deposition, and that includes background and lighting. As of now, for the most part, these remain an entirely unmanaged piece of the deposition puzzle. These two elements are almost always left to sheer randomness. To whatever background that our witness sits in front of, and to whatever lighting happens to be shining down on them, no matter how unsuitable. But with an investment of just several hundred dollars, and again I appreciate that that's not pocket change, you can really supersize the wow factor of your videotaped deponents. You set the tone for the impact that your deponent's presence will have on the jury. You can easily set these lights up, and the backdrop in your own office and you can easily transport them to other locations. You can of course also set them up for your clients or deponents who are testifying from their own office or even from their home. Sometimes as I'm sure you know the lighting and backgrounds in home environments are less than ideal and that's something we can really fix. The bottom line is that with the right background and with studio quality lighting you can genuinely enhance your client's impact in the courtroom on videotape. That's it for today. Again, if you'd like to see the images that we've taken for you for the purpose of showing you what the lighting in particular will do, shoot us an email uh, at depositionpodcast at jimgartylaw.com and we'll quickly get those out to you. As always, thank you for listening and we'll talk to you again soon.